0: Welcome to the redesign the podcast in which we create the very best versions of everyday things I'm Tom
1: when you said when you asked me if I was ready just now I um, I said yes and so you began the podcast but then uh, I as you started I realized that I wasn't actually ready because I didn't think of a funny thing to say um, for my name which is Eric
0: today our project concerns no less than the world's written communication. The very meat and potatoes of asynchronous communication the world over. I am speaking of no less than Alphabet 2.0. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Uh-huh. Ooh. I feel this is this is uh this is a danger danger zone kind of uh comedy wise, I think, because um I have some domain knowledge about linguistics as do, as do you a little mm-hmm. bit um so this could get this could get it could just be enough knowledge for us to make funny jokes or be like too much uh and and we would just like become a an encyclopedia entry or something
0: <laughs> i feel like we're always walking that line to be honest
1: i love that line it's a good one i do one. too yeah
0: that's i mean that's sort of the premise of this whole this it whole is. dang podcast Um, it's perfect let's let's just get into it uh i'm gonna i'm gonna lead off with saying that i want every letter shape to be distinct
1: like completely distinct
0: yes no no more capital i lowercase l numeral one confusion that's just laziness
1: yeah that's awful
0: like Um, o and zero come on now
1: yeah it's like how do you even spell zero is it an o or a zero at the end should be and zero. It, it should be, really
0: should be zero. Yeah,
1: you should spell zero z e r zero. The zero stands for zero.
0: And I think this is um, particularly a, 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 an English language problem. But multiple sounds per letter also very bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it should be one to one in both directions.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I know we mentioned linguistic knowledge off the top, and I want to head off everybody listening to this who just said IPA alphabet.
1: I prefer, I prefer more of a more of a saison alphabet or a sour <laughs> alphabet. Mm-hmm.
0: The most common sound in English is just mm-hmm. an upside down lowercase e, and I find that very uninspiring. Yeah, it sucks.
1: What a garbage garbage letter,
0: honestly. So yes, every every shape needs to be distinct and mapped to exactly one sound is my is my sort of uh table setting for this project
1: sure yeah um you could construct the letters using well first of all how many how many letters do we need there's like there's like doubling up i mean we could go ipa style and like mm-hmm. just do it that way mm-hmm. i mean how many um, letters
0: are in the ipa alphabet
1: well lots lots Well, it's it's tough, though, because like it just depends on how how closely you um... the problem with IPA is that um, it describes sounds. And when you describe sounds, uh, it means that people who speak different or with different accents and different dialects of the same language are no longer being spelled the same way. So Mm -hmm. that's a that's a struggle.
0: I consider that a feature. Um, oh. And I'll tell you why because then if you read something that was written by somebody with a particular uh, idiolect, it you read it in that way. And I think that's amazing. I would love you, to do that.
1: You're an idiolect.
0: Your face is an idiolect.
1: That's true. It's, it's idiomatic. That's a, that's such a that's such an insulting word. You're so <laughs> idiomatic.
0: <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love I love that. Like, yeah. I yeah think so this so is the if thing, you're, like,
1: no one no one would have any um would would wonder about how to pronounce Shakespeare, for example, because mm-hmm. it would be in the text itself. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. But then but then what is a word? Well, like how do you spell like what is that? What is a dictionary then in this case? Like you you look something up in the dictionary. You want to know how it's spelled. But you're really only learning how one person said that word. I mean, I feel like that's kind of
0: true of dictionaries right now. That's There's definitely like so. lo- localized dictionaries, and they would just have to become true. even more localized.
1: Or urban dictionary.
0: Yeah, everything you you thought you knew the definition of is actually a gross sex thing.
1: Yeah, that's an upgrade.
0: I mean, yeah. It makes every every conversation much funnier if you have like secret knowledge.
1: Going over to like the uh, unique shapes. Why not? Why not have them just like number every letter. <laughs> okay. Number every letter, uh, in an ordinal fashion, uh-huh. and then and just assign like each letter is just that that many dots. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you have like a clump of you know. <laughs> Twelve dots, uh, that's a that's a, a H or whatever. Someone
0: is definitely going to do the math on that, and
1: it's not, uh, is it? H J <laughs> J is ten, or H is ten? I forget. G H no H is eight.
0: Anyway, I think the the idea is sound, mm. um, and it has the uh, added benefit of also being instantly usable for uh... Braille. Mm-hmm, that's the one.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, I guess the problem is like, you know, what, what arrangement would you put them in? Why don't you just write it, write down the, write the numbers. If all we need is like the, like numbers. Okay. So the only letters are numbers. Yes. And then, and then to describe the letters, you use the course, the, the number that corresponds to that and to signify that it's a letter, maybe you draw a box around it or something. So it's like a like a 23 in a box is the mm-hmm. 23rd IPA symbol that we have all agreed is in that order hmm very good so all texts are just are just like a string of numbers <laughs> love it that'd be so good
0: yeah that that really definitively solves the like uniqueness problem which I'm very happy with yeah
1: and we have a much smaller set of of characters to to keep unique right mm-hmm
0: since we've solved i think i'd like to think we've solved the sort of encoding problem i i'm very excited about introducing new layers of meaning sort of on top of that uh encoding and so you know what what else could we use as a signifier for things that you have to very tediously describe in words now that we could actually use other kind of symbology to represent and so like i was thinking about color but but that's not good for for people with various forms of color blindness but what Mm -hmm. if you know just normal talking is is a number uh, you know a string of numbers in squares uh but if you wanted if it was meant to be read as like an enraged scream it would be numbers in a diamond or something
1: Ooh, yeah yeah or or it could be like um like a in like in a happy face or something. Mm-hmm. Or you just or, or or maybe we just add it's just like the numbers one zero through nine and all the emoji are what we have. And the oh emoji my God. are and, and the emoji are are there to like, you know, add add color or whatever.
0: hmm That's very it's the, good. it's the
1: punctuation. It's like where the punctuation like far, far, far outnumbers the actual number of letters.
0: That's very good. Is the so it's a number of number letters. So it's just like flavor uh sprinkles within yes, exactly. the, the within the stream of numbers. I love it. I'm so yeah, into that. Yeah. And I think we could uh, at the beginning of of every text, depending on what we wanted to communicate, we could establish some sort of like emoji handshake protocol to be like in this yeah. document, uh the Christmas tree represents loudness versus the leaf and <laughs> the Uh, you know, the, the normal face versus sunglasses face is a spectrum of, uh, coolness that you have to affect while you read this. Yeah.
1: Of course. That'd be so good. Mm Mm-hmm. This is just, just a string of numbers and emoji.
0: I'm wondering if there's other things we could encode in a, in a different way. I think we've, we've covered off sort of like volume and
1: emotional weighting, um, um, like, like pitch you could you could also just encode music like do music in in there mm-hmm we could yeah uh, i guess
0: i guess this is really sort of a notation system for any organized data not just yeah, right not just words so yeah go for it
1: i mean you could do the whole like you just take those numbers and in the squares and the emoji and you you put them on a on a staff uh-huh with, like just put put it straight up right there and then you have like of music notation but it's just reading you're just reading
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm I'm, I'm very into that
1: i wonder i wonder about like you know the 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 face emojis can also like you know guide what your face should be looking like as you're saying these things which is kind of the same idea as before but like even more formalized like Mm -hmm. if you have the like a that my favorite emoji which is the i don't know what's called the so one with the zigzag mouth, yes. the real like dejected, like, oh, <laughs> I love that. The, the, like iPhone, the iOS, like the Apple rendering of it is just so adorable and I just love it. But yeah, and then so like that, that can, that when introducing a string of, of letters, you know, or a string of numbers representing speech sounds. Um, would would be the unit of that word and it's like the not only is the the word itself and the meaning of the word encoded there but the 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 pitch and the facial expression
0: and i think we've we've sort of um, without meaning to have stumbled on a really interesting addition to the world of music too in that typically you know notes go from well in this case go from i guess zero to seven but like what if you know no musician has in living history played an h and i think that could be really cool it seems really lazy honestly uh, <laughs> musicians just out there using like one third of the possible alphabet
1: yeah well it's like people use one 10 like of their brains or whatever so
0: yeah it's it i guess it's kind of like the the jazz aesthetic it's that music is really the notes that don't exist
1: it's about the yeah it's about the the notes you can't even conceive of
0: you know what's something else that i'm thinking about in terms of of alphabet 2.0 that i feel like the emoji and also box format would allow you to um, engage with in a way that we currently can't in in writing as we know it is threading
1: oh oh man how would that work
0: well, just like midstream, if you had another thought, you could change your your box type. And be like, here's another thing that I'm
1: thinking about now. Anyway, oh, now back to the normal thing. Wow. So like parentheticals, but like... But but why not just like have them run alongside them too? Because, oh yeah, because uh, if we're doing the whole like music note staff thing, you could just have a chord of, of sentences. Like chords mm. of like con- concurrent, you know not chords but like harmony like like inter intermingling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trains of of words and then and then oh and then they could like dip in and, and out of each other like as the two ideas kind of converge and diverge simultaneously that'd be so good
0: it's very poetic uh literally probably yeah um, probably so I do want to talk about um, I am I, super, super on board with the idea of like chorded sentences and and putting all writing on musical staves. That's very good. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about directionality. Uh, obviously, music is typically read left to right, as is the Roman alphabet in uh, mm-hmm. a lot of cases. Uh, obviously, also the world has a lot of right to left alphabets and uh, you know top to bottom other directions, etc. That seems very pedestrian. What if, instead of of having a very like uh, uh, cardinality related kind of, of of direction to it, we instead tried to, as with as with the what we've already talked about, encode much more meaning that can account for all kinds of writing styles, and so it just spirals outwards from the center.
1: Yeah, I love it because uh, even metaphorically, it's it's nice because. Um you know where you are now but in the future you don't you don't know like it makes sense to me from a from a metaphorical standpoint to start at in the middle Mm -hmm. because that's where you are and that's all you that's all you kind of know and so as that that evolves it moves outwards into into the unknown kind of which is very poetic. I, I like that very much.
0: And it could go either direction. And I think that's good for either like left-handed or right-handed people.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, e- even like, I mean, a spiral would be the most efficient way to do it because it would just like cover the the space um, in mm-hmm. a tightly packed way. Um, but uh, w- there could be a lot of expressive potential in starting at a certain point point. And then letting, letting it go wherever, like either it could be like a, like a Brownian type of thing, uh, like a random walk or to, and that would like kind of, um, that would kind of evoke a, a, a meandering trail of thought train of thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could also, you know, if it, if it went out in like in a very boxy grid like fashion, in whatever direction that could, that could also like represent a, a state of mind, like a very rigid thought pattern, mm. you know? Mm. And then all also like, if you want to give directions to somebody, you could just oh. like start at point a and have the directions, the, the verbal, the written directions follow the actual path. That's so good. That would be, that would be really nice.
0: I like that we've encoded not just obviously uh, written communication, but also music and and maps, into this new uh, schema. It's very flexible. What and... if? Okay. Tom. Mm-hmm.
1: What if? Because the a line, a line of these words, like a, it's a string, right? Like it's a string of of numbers in boxes and emojis. Mm-hmm and that's a line, and what are those boxes and numbers made of, made of lines, so you could, you could have this, like, and, and I feel like digitally would be the, the way to do this, but, like, you would, (laughs) you would read this text, and it would, like, follow these patterns as you're reading it, but the patterns that it follows are actually themselves the lines that, that make up characters. And so mm. when, when you're finished a sentence, you, you zo- or a paragraph or whatever, like a, you finish a, a chunk of this text, and to go on to the next chapter or the next paragraph, you have to zoom out. At, because the, the shape of the previous lines were creating the next sentence. And so you, you, the experience of reading this text is like a, a continuous Google Maps zoom out of all of I'm, these, uh, of all of this text that that is writing itself.
0: I'm extremely into uh, uh, like a recursively nested writing system. That's very good.
1: I love that. I I think I think it's pretty clear that I love uh, recursive ideas on this show, but.
0: We haven't done one in a while, and this feels no, very uniquely it feels, suited to it.
1: It feels like home. I love it.
0: <laughs> I, I want to briefly examine what effect this might have on on other industries, which, I mean, this obviously flies in the face of our usual, like, laissez-faire, invisible hand-of-the-market tood, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I was thinking, especially as as we were really digging into the 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 heart of how this could encode ideas i'm just wondering about like how this might affect uh like e-readers for example
1: well they would all have to be like it would be the same it would just have to like handle panning and zooming
0: mm-hmm. i'm wondering if it's uh, less um that you would you know press a button to advance to the next page and more that you would have to uh, really just sort of rotate and, and tilt it in space to yeah to like navigate the book in a sense
1: absolutely or it could be an AR thing. Everything's AR. You just mm. like it's a little window into into the, your text, and you would have to walk around to uh, to keep reading it and explore it. What else? I had another idea. There was another idea uh, okay. in there. Oh yeah, no. Um, talk about disrupting in- industries. Um, the the whole film film industry, the, the all of Hollywood would would be upended because there is so much information about the delivery of a line of, of dialogue that mm. is encoded in the thing that basically anyone could be an actor. It's true because you have all of the, all of the cues, like you don't even have to, you don't even need directors anymore.
0: Yeah. If you can, if you can read, you can act. It's all right exactly. there. Exactly.
1: It's there. It's right there. So, um, yeah who knows it it could just usher in a new era of filmmaking Very imagine if yeah if it's like um like cinema veritas or verite mm-hmm. uh just like true like a reality television like a, imagine a reality tv show where it's like star search or but you know different and here the producers are going around um talking to to random people on the street but they hand them a text like a, they hand them a script, and the script has all the stuff. and so you're getting these like world class performances out of out of Joe nobody. that'd be so good.
0: Mm-hmm. In a sense, it would be impossible not to really given given the the, the, the contextual cues in in just exactly. the, the words itself. That's so yeah. good.
1: yeah, it's all built in. Propaganda would would be so much more effective, I feel like.
0: Well, this is, uh, you actually raise a really interesting point in that I wonder if it would become, you know, sort of a a counter counter countercultural or like ironic reading if you just didn't follow the emojis uh, within the text.
1: Yeah, interesting. But wouldn't that just be like omitting letters in a, in like alphabet 1.0?
0: Text? well it would and this is really interesting and in that you'd also you you'd almost develop like a like a shorthand or a, or like a pigeon around right, right, saying right. saying words all wrong because you're right. leaving out like a huge chunk of of alphabet
1: 2.0 or maybe you you leave out the phonetic parts and you only leave in the emojis and then that's what you're reading mm. so it's just your your face and like body language but that's it
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm just a very powerful performance but
1: yeah without but without but no, the no speaking words. yeah
0: mm, I love it
1: yeah that'd be really there's good.
0: a lot of a lot of really interesting stuff that falls out of alphabet 2.0 that oh yeah you know
1: it's
0: good, it's... great system really really good job <laughs> yeah
1: I know we're we've done it again <laughs>
0: um clearly the the uptake on this will um you know there's there's going to be an adjustment period um, and I do want to make people feel like they can ease into it and like it's not that we've upended their entire conception of how reading works just that we're we're making it better. we're adding to it mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, exactly. I was thinking about this and um, in a sense like alphabet just suggests that it's like it's not even the release version. And so I think we can express more confidence in the work that we've done.
1: So it's an alpha or a beta?
0: Yeah, it could be beta bet, could be, or alpha certainty. We're not even making a bet. <laughs> We're very sure about this.
1: Uh, what like if it, if this if we made this really funny, mm-hmm. uh, it could be a laugh a bet.
0: Okay, is that just <laughs> you just flipped the first two letters?
1: Well, more no. It's more like I, I add it's like a laugh oh, a I bit. Oh, I see. You. Okay, okay. But like a laugh a bit.
0: Yeah. Okay, I get it.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: we could we could really sort of uh, push the conceptual box on this one and and fall back to a, a model that has clearly yielded fruit for us in the past in terms of of marketing and branding. Um, and it, I think it requires a bit of a stretch, but I feel like people might be willing to <laughs> to come with us on this journey. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like you already know what what I am going to say, which is aii alphabet. Wow! Uh, so it's like two.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's... Well, I mean, I mean, if alphabet just comes from alpha and beta, we mm-hmm. just like move that over a couple of spots, okay. and it would be just like a gamma delta. Gamma-delta is very good. Yeah. Because it's like the next, it's the next, the next two.
0: hmm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the gamma-delta <laughs> is good. Alpha, alpha, How do you put like, uh, or, or like we double them, so it's like a a beta-delta. You mm. double each one, but no, it's not so good.
0: I feel, no, like we've, we've, we've gone beyond alphabet. It's definitely like yeah, the next yeah, it's one. it's the
1: next. Yeah, yeah. 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 Agreed. Uh, yeah,
0: I guess maybe actually now that you say that, maybe there is sort of a, a learning program um, that we can that we can release for free, probably to to sort of probably. onboard people to uh, to to Gamma Delt and it could mm-hmm. be called Beta Gam.
1: Nice. Oh, the so bridge.
0: Some familiarity, some some new stuff. Yeah. Just just and you the, know a gentle on ramp.
1: The first pre pre release version of the software would be a a Beta Gam Alpha.
0: Yes. Exactly
1: cool love it so wait what about how would the oh we didn't even talk about like the the song what's what's the new song it's like i mean i'm <laughs> one, assuming two three four five <laughs> six seven eight nine one zero one one
0: one two one three yes just like that except for the Length of however many like expressible uh phonemes yeah. there are. That's right. Yeah.
1: Great. And then yeah, and then it's like now now I know my uh, one two, zero threes, one twos. Yeah. Z- yeah. Oh yeah, we're zero indexing. Okay, cool.
0: Maybe that's a bit. uh Yeah, I, we might get some get some pushback on that one.
1: Maybe. Not from the programming community though.
0: No, they would be all over it. Yeah, so it would be like three or four times longer than, than the normal alphabet song, but still sure. using the Twinkle Twinkle Little Star tune. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Which everyone knows because it's used for the alphabet and Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, which I feel that's right. is very good.
1: It's <laughs> so uh, pulling double duty.
0: Yeah, it's really like adaptive reuse, um, yeah. which, which oh, I like. Wonderful. Once you get through the whole song, then obviously you know, uh, you know Gamma Delta and you're good to go.
1: Yeah sounds like a like a sandwich it
0: does i've been thinking
1: about like a tuna melt but like
0: yeah <laughs> i'm glad you brought that up because it's making me very hungry since we came up with gamma Delt. and right. i think i will make a sandwich after this episode Ooh, sounds great uh we did it great job i i think so if you want to revisit a previous episode or send us a project idea you can find us at the or on twitter at the redesign cast and we would love to hear from you If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a comment or a star rating or both on iTunes. It really helps a lot. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time.